you know, today's Christmas. Um, it's late in the day, almost over, but I often hope or think that people can like pick a day out of the year where they'll just be decent people. And there's always a reminder that if you're not a nice person 364 days out of the year, then probably Christmas Day you're not going to suddenly become one. Or if you're a really nice person, you don't limit it to that one day. I got on Twitter this morning and it's it's just incredible to me to see how much hate and anger people throw at one another constantly. Um Joe Biden was trending, and it was based on an event that occurred apparently yesterday where he and the First Lady were taking calls from people, and one of the people that called in, an adult who had children, um, said Merry Christmas or something, but then he said, uh, let's go Brandon, which is the latest internet right-wing meme for saying fuck Joe Biden. And so when I saw that was trending, of course, I went and kind of looked and there's just all this anger and hatred. People just, and, and it's weird because if you look in their Twitter profiles, you see things like Christ follower and Christian and I love God. And yet they're tweeting fuck Joe Biden or they're telling people how horrible they are. And this isn't limited to just one particular viewpoint. There were tons of tweets about Donald Trump and the January 6th commission and throw those people in jail and and fuck Trump and all this kind of stuff. I mean, it wasn't just right-wingers or left-wingers. It just feels like it's half the people on Twitter just back and forth constantly at each other. The... um, Liverpool Football Club has a player who is, his name is Mohamed Sela, I think it's Sela, S-A-L-A-H, um, who's probably the best player in the world right now. He's just amazing. Um, he's Egyptian and he's Muslim, uh, but he tweeted out a picture today of he and his family in front of a Christmas tree. And He was being condemned and told how horrible he was because no good Muslim would do that. And and it was such an innocent picture. And in fact, I kind of tried to zoom in and look around. I didn't see any Christian, you know, symbolism or anything other than the tree itself. And depending on what your view is of a Christmas tree, uh, most likely it was started by the Germans, um, Lutheran Germans specifically. Some people claim there's pagan roots. But regardless, it was obvious that he was celebrating Christmas in a, in a secular way, which many non-Christians do. Christians don't own Christmas. Um, and yet he, from his people in his own religion, was being condemned and, and told how terrible he was for this act, which I felt was kind of cool, you know, it, it was a way of saying, hey, you know, uh, I celebrate, we have things in common, that's, that's what I took from it, and there, there's a a Facebook page I follow, it's fans of John Shelby Spong, and um, somebody had posted something on there about things we have in common, how the Islamic religion also recognizes um, 
Jesus and his teachings and, and had good things to say and, and uh, about him and about Mary. And um, there were other people on there that were like, you know, this is wrong. This, you know, that, that's not something in common. They're, they're in one particular person. I don't know why they're on that page because Bishop Spong would never endorse this viewpoint, but they went through the whole apostolic succession in the church and they're outside the church. And so therefore they have nothing in common with us. And it's, it's just crazy how we have billions of people on this tiny little bitty planet zooming through the galaxy. And yet we spend so much time arguing about our differences and not recognizing the things that we hold in common. Um, the last two years have been literally hell on earth um, with this COVID pandemic. You think we would find some common ground there, but instead we fight. We fight about masks. We fight about vaccines. We fight about if people, who started it, uh, who funded it, where it came from, instead of stopping and saying, hey, this is killing people. This is killing conservatives and liberals. It's killing Muslims and Christians. It's killing atheists. It's it's a bad, bad thing. And this is something we should all come together. I know I've, over the years, I remember the movie Independence Day when the aliens came down and there are over all these different countries and the, the president of the United States in the movie gets up and makes this big worldwide you know, we're going to stand together speech and everybody got behind them. And I always thought if, if we were threatened in some way that that would happen. I don't think so. Um, because we are threatened. We're threatened by climate change. We're threatened by this pandemic. We're threatened by a lot of things. And we don't care to work together. Our country can't even work together. Much less the whole world. And at the heart of it, almost invariably are people who are so convinced they're on the side of right, they can't see the, the other viewpoints at all. And in some cases, maybe there is a side of right. In many cases, it's just having a different perspective. You know, one thing that came out of 2020 that was just really amazing and, and huge for me, and not just for me, for tons of people, was the movie Ted Lasso, I mean, I'm sorry, the TV series Ted Lasso. Um, it's on Apple TV. If you are one of the few people out there that haven't seen it, you need to. Um, Ted is defined on the show by his kindness. Now, he's a flawed person. He's got personal issues. He's got problems, just like anyone else. The premise of the show is he's a an American football coach in a Division II school, and he... Um, takes a job as a Premier League uh, coach uh, for English football. And he knows nothing about it. Soccer, he knows nothing about it. Uh, But what he does know is how to coach, how to coach people. He sees himself as like a life coach. And he loves his players. And he's got so much good in him. And he is kind and that's really the premise of the show is regardless of how people treat him. There's a whole plot subplot behind why he was brought over and, and, and everything. But no matter what people do, he always responded with kindness and he would encourage people to be kind. And that show 
kind of rocked my world. I remember watching it thinking, I want to be like him. And honestly, this podcast is probably largely influenced by my experience watching that show because I want to be like him. And, and I had friends all over Facebook that were posting, oh, this guy is so wonderful. I want to be, he makes me want to be nice. You know, it's, it's just amazing. And I want to be a person that when people meet me, they want to be nice. I want to have that influence on them. I want people to see that. Um, because if I can, if, if, if a character on a TV show can make me want to be nice, and I can make other people want to be nice, and then they in turn make others, it obviously snowballs to where we have a kinder world. Um, I think if we could be like Ted and really just see the common things that we have or try to find things to have in common. And, and when he would meet people, he'd be so interested in them. Uh, early in the in the first uh, season, he goes to a restaurant where um, the limo driver that picked him up from the airport, uh, I think his dad owned the restaurant. And it was obvious from the interaction they had that he had taken an interest in this limo driver just in the small time that they had together to get to know him enough to go to that restaurant and and try their food. He just cares about people. And on the show, you know, you have these footballers and, and, you know, some are mean and some are rude, some are whatever, but he always tried to teach them to not get so caught up in the sport or get caught up in themselves that they aren't decent people to each other and to others. And again, that that series is so amazing because that's not a popular thing. I mean, you just don't see kindness and joy and and, and happiness. You don't see it in the news. It may may make a a small local news segment, but you're not going to turn on national news and see people being nice, you know, because that doesn't sell. That's not exciting. People want to be angry and they want to hear bad things and grump about it or whatever. And so today on Christmas, as I'm reading these tweets and seeing these people, and again, both sides, I don't want to make this a a political podcast. I want to avoid throwing, casting aspersions at, at either side of any political debate. The reality is... Once you see another person as a political position rather than as a human being, and once you identify them as the enemy and the one you have to fight and not see them as a fellow American or a fellow human, it just evolves into this ugly, ugly, horrible world. And people couldn't even take off for Christmas I mean, the, 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 the first probably 20 tweets I saw this morning were filled with anger and hate and accusations and, and, and people throw, accusing other people of things that, that you could tell on its face. They didn't really believe it. It were straw man arguments. It was just ways to barb at people. So maybe... The reason I was disappointed is because I had expectations of more. 
And if people don't meet those expectations, then I find myself to be disappointed. Maybe I shouldn't expect it, but I sure as hell want to hope for it and wish for it and try to be what I want to see in others. And so whether you're a Muslim celebrating Christmas or a Christian celebrating, I don't know, Christmas as well, that's something you two have in common. And if you're a conservative who says you follow after Christ and you're a liberal who, whether or not you do want to see people treated well in kindness and care about the poor and the hungry and, and others, you all have at least the concept in common. And you can find a way, and I know I've stereotyped, by the way, there's a ton of liberal Christians and there's a ton of non-Christian conservatives. And I mean, so I'm stereotyping to a degree, but I'm also trying to, I guess, say that we have so much more in common than we differ in. And if we can just find a way to unify ourselves and be like Ted Lasso, It's hard to be mean to someone when they're being nice to you, especially when they're sincere and they continue to express kindness. It it is. And it's hard to hate someone that you're being kind to because chances are you're going to get a smile or a response back from them that is positive and makes you feel good. So, you know, as the holiday season is is getting ready to, to move towards the new year, I just hope we can all find a way to be more like Ted. That we can find a way to love each other, care about each other, support one another. We're still in a pandemic. It's it's raging in which taking care of ourselves and each other is the only way we're going to get through it. And that can only be accomplished if we recognize the need to do that and put aside petty differences and put aside, in some cases, non-petty differences, but things that are not as important as life and happiness and joy and the earth and humankind. So those are my observations. This is Scott, hoping to be more like Ted. Thanks for listening.